Stay with these guys now. Coach it up. Keep going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Saul. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank, VenueKings.com, and Les Schwab Tires on 710 ESPN Seattle. Coach Carroll sitting down with us for our weekly interview. Good morning, Coach. Nice to see you. Hey, what's up? Well, it's another, I mean, I feel like every day we start off talking about this, but how physical was your ball club yesterday? Well, it was a good, good, tough game yesterday. Really excited about just across the board, hitting in special teams, and the defense was rolling, and, and uh, the guys up front getting after it, and Chris hammering the ball, and there was a lot of good stuff. It was a real physical football game on, a, on the road. Is the personality of this team more and more taking on the personality of the guys up front? Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, I think it's that's part of it. Yeah, that's 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 a big, what's that's the last part to connect. You know, I think the defensive guys have been pretty hard nosed all along, and I don't want to slight those guys at all. Those guys are you know playing great and, and doing good stuff. So, I think it's coming together. I think that we're and we're drawing from more guys, and, and influence is really obvious. Is that about as complete a game as your team has played in a while? Yeah, pretty pretty solid. You know. Um, it was good in London, too, now. That was a good game. You know, I thought that was really good. I guess maybe just adding in the opponent and everything else, and that's not really fair to, to your team to say that they did it against the Raiders, but Detroit came in pretty hot. They were physical. They wanted to run the ball as well. Yeah, I thought this was a really legit test, you know, because they were playing as good as anybody, and they had they had run the ball really well against Miami. Miami's been struggling a little bit on the running game. You, know, you saw them the next week. They had, they had some problems, too, so that was, they took advantage of that. Um, but, uh, you know, 30 yards against anybody, that's, that's, that's a good day's work. Anything stand out in particular as you got on the plane last night and you actually get to watch the game tape right away? Anything jump out? That was complete. Yeah, across the board, you know, we're in good shape. And we we let a couple of balls get get over our heads for the first time in a while, you know, and uh, both of them in two deep coverages, you know, and we kind of just went a little sloppy, you know, and we we were there. We could have made the plays and we didn't get it done. So that that those were the, the two things that, that really stood out uniquely different than what's been happening. But other than that, it was a really good, solid game. That's what I loved about it. We were debating earlier uh, which was our favorite touchdown of the game. Did you have a favorite? Uh, you know, I, the, I was amazed at the at the throws and the catches because we weren't really open. You know, <laughs> The ball was just there. Tyler's was a great throw. He did a great job to separate on the catch. A terrific play by Ed. You know, he takes the ball away from the guy. And then Davis was, I don't even know how that happened, you know, but David just kind of toyed with it and just the ball got tipped up and he was just relaxed and made a great catch. So I, I thought they were all uniquely kind of the same. They, I don't know how they... We caught him, <laughs> tell you the truth. Well, I kind of like the last one. And Big Kyle or Lydia, if you wouldn't mind playing the highlight. Oh, okay, okay. I, I kind of dug. Yeah, yeah let's go. I'll go with you on that one because those three catches you can't distinguish, but the run, that was beautiful. Looking at a first and goal from the seven. Hands the ball to Carson. He fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Seahawks. I think Chris Carson hit almost every defender on his way <laughs> to the goal line and still pushed it in. We are literally just starting the fourth quarter, and Chris Carson already has 100 yards, and he just barreled over Diggs, the safety, among others. You know, you've talked to us for a lot of years of kind of completing the circle and a run game and a defense and when it all comes together, but when a running back seeks contact, 
desires it and runs through people, how much more does that complete that? Yeah, it, it really makes a difference because they're kind of symbolically leading the charge, you know, and and, uh, and those guys love blocking for them and they love to see those plays happen. There's nothing they like seven yard line to run one in, you know. There's nothing better for the O line and and but when it with that kind of an exclamation point, you know, that was a great one. Where do you find that aggressiveness that he has once he gets the ball in his hand? Uh, I mean, he he showed it, you know, way back when, you know, back at Okie State when he was backing up and not doing much. You know, he showed that. You know, it reminds me of when we saw Thomas Rawls, too, you know. Uh, T. Rawls was the same kind of attitude, and, and uh, that's what both those guys lit me up when I was in the process of looking at the guys because they uniquely jumped out that, hey, these might be the toughest guy that we can find. And sure enough, that, that, that style is really it's part of what Marshawn was always representative of, you know, and, and uh, to be able to carry that over um, is really fun. And, and our other guys are doing good, too, but just Chris seems to be standing out right now. One day we're going to need to sit down and have a long talk about what happened to Thomas Rawls because it's one of the great confusions of this show in this city is why Thomas Rawls was never able to continue what he did. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> but in the meantime, you see Carson, and he is he is so patient. The combination of the patience and the aggressiveness. Yeah, I just love his style. We've, we've just loved his style from the moment he stepped on the field uh, here. You know, we always saw something that big 32 number looking so good, you know, and there's some history there, and he just he's just got something to him, so it's exciting. Are you ready to say yet which 32 he reminds you no, of? No. You're still not going to say it. <laughs> it's because it's, it's OJ, and you don't want to say OJ's name, right? I just got to assume that's it. He reminds you of OJ, and you don't want to I did get in trouble with OJ back in the day, so but, uh, <laughs> I brought him to a bowl game one time. We got in big trouble, so. All right, I'm just gonna let so just gonna let that one go. We'll just leave it at that. But I will say this: uh, back to the Thomas Rawls. You and I, well, the three of us here, have had a lot of conversations about the run game over the previous years, and you and you were just pretty steadfast that we're going to find it, we're going to find it, we're going to find it, we're going to keep slamming away at it. But Pete, this year it seems like you have so much more run game to go to. You have power, you have trap, you have sweep, you have zone read, you have ISO, you have such a full gamut. We've even run a draw. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's been pretty I mean, you've got the full kind of arsenal of a run game. How much of an impact is just, I guess, that bountiful of scheme helped this game? No, it's been really, really good for us. And, and uh, it, it helped our style of, of the players that we're playing with. When you're a pure zone team, you got to have guys that can really move their feet. And often that means they've got to be a little bit lighter. they got to be more athletic. Uh, and they've, they've got to fit that, that because there's so much space they have to cover up, you know, and movement they have to yeah. evolve. Now we we can we're playing big, and and you can see look look what's happened with Fluke and and Effetti is really taking to it too. That he's doing a great job. We're playing with George, a tight end, and loving it, you know. So uh, and and Sweezy always liked it, has liked it, and, and uh, but Sweezy was remember he was a four eight guy coming out. That, that, that's. There's not very many offensive linemen that can run like that, but that was why we liked him way back then. He was a smaller guy that ran fast that was really tough. He was the style then that we were looking for. So we have been able to tailor, and John's done a nice job of already turning the corner on, on you know, and adjusting to what we the style. You mentioned all of those different run styles, and Brock, I'm sort of sad that you didn't mention that they, they are also now running the Aussie sweep. <laughs> Where does that factor in? Oh, you got to play this call, though. I mean, this is this is. I like to hear this. Oh, this was pretty good. We have it for you because this is one of the more unusual plays that any of us have seen. And we know that Michael Dixon has a big leg, but he also can kick it directionally as well as anybody. And he's going to run around. They might be taking the safety, although he could probably run, and he does. Michael Dixon picks up a first down. Are you kidding me? Pete Carroll told him run around, wind down some clock. 
And if you don't see anything, probably get out of the back of the end zone. We'll take the safety. He had the entire right side of the field open. And Michael Dixon takes it and runs for a first down. They didn't teach him that in Australian rural football, I guarantee you. Coach, could you give us a little inner monologue during that play? <laughs> There's a couple of big, big cuss words. <laughs> and they, but then they were coming off the headphones. The, head, the headphones were popping off our ears, you know. But it was uh, what a moment. It was a really fun moment. I swear to God, I, I'm looking right down the side. I think Mike was smiling as he's running. You can't say that. That's definitely not allowed. That's not allowed at all. Okay, we'll bleep it out. Yeah, we're yeah. on top of that. Thanks. Thanks. What? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. I apologize, too, but it was just... That was that's what he was thinking. That's what you were thinking. What That's the, what everybody was what's thinking. What's the consequences if he doesn't make it? <laughs> now I got another word for you. <laughs> are you working out new punters? I mean, like, what what are the consequences for that? No, it's no, but you know, we had a big thing that you know you don't want to make stuff up. You know, when you play football, you just would do this thing. That, it's kind of how we say it. But we want to you know do things that we practice and prepare and all of that. And we're really adamant about that point don't make stuff up you know going game to just play like we practice well mike was given the the green light he i don't know if he said it or not but he was given the green light a couple weeks ago and so he he just so he didn't make that up he just said so he was given the green light in, against Oakland. But in general, but not, not like inside his own yeah. 10. Right? Not necessarily there. Not 109 <laughs> yards away from your, own, your goal line. You know? So you have not heard Dixon's response to this because this is pretty yeah, golden, too. Yeah, oh. Here he is in the locker room talking about his uh, teammates' reaction. <laughs> they were just laughing. I mean, everyone was just laughing. I mean, who does that? Like, it's just a weird thing for me to do. They're laughing. They're just laughing because it's laughing. a weird thing for him to do. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Who does that? <laughs> yeah, really. Did you want the safety?" Yeah, we were taking. You're going to take the safety. Yeah, we we're taking safety. Eat a little clock up, and he he did. He started out great, and then he just did something phenomenal. You know. So what are you going to do? While we're talking about some of these decisions, uh, the other one to just sort of ask about is the fourth down uh, attempt from inside the one earlier in the game. Why go for it instead of trying to go up three scores there? Uh, because we're inside the one and feeling control and and. Uh, I wanted I wanted our guys to know, know that we're going for it really because it, it, I was okay by leaving the defense there, and uh, you know we get we got a good shot and Russell's going to be on the move with the ball and so that's always a good thought too you know so um, so it, you know that was I, re, the regrettable moment of the day I, I was kicking myself all the way till I still am you know so we did that should have worked out and it didn't you know it's been amazing as well not only the run game the best in the league I think the last five weeks statistically but over the course of the season. You guys are number one in red zone touchdowns. I think it's up to 74% right now, which is a, an amazing number in college, let alone the NFL, where it's so hard to do that. As you look at that through seven games, what's been the difference? Well, I would tell you that just look at the difference between that last year and this year. We run the ball down there, and we're able to run the ball in the end zone. That's the first part of it. Russell's been phenomenal down there. He's just, Think of all of the touchdown passes, the different kinds of things that have happened. Um, so he's in command of that. But I think it really starts with the running game right there and, and, and uh, being able to have that mentality and that attitude. You know, and we, you know, like we didn't run it every time down there. And that's how we're throwing those touchdown passes. But the mix and the threat is really uh, is really. What's I had the best. a few people texting me. 
me yesterday, and uh, just curious, does Russell like that game? Does Russell like throwing it 17 times? And I couldn't type back fast enough, but I'm curious from your perspective. He'd be the first to tell you, he'd just win. You know, he just wants to win the games. He, he, that's, he said it after the game. He, you know, he, he was 14 for 17 for 250, you know, and he had a big game anyway. He did a great job. He ran the ball a few times that helped us out, and he also did a nice job in adjusting a couple of runs to help us out. And he had a big game. That was a fantastic game. He looked healthier. He, I don't know if the bye week helped the hammy that had been on the injury oh, yeah, that's, report. That's, yeah, that's not a deal. That's not a fact anymore. Yeah, he's, he's back. He had a perfect quarterback rating. He's about as efficient as he could possibly be. Be I mean, if he's okay with throwing the ball 17 times, how do you feel about him throwing it 17 times? Well, I think it's great. You know, it's kind of like back to the old Bart Starr days, you know. You know, he threw 20 times and, and win football games. And, and Russ doesn't care. He doesn't care, I, I promise you. He would like to be really a big factor, which he was. He was a, a dominant factor in the game, um, but he didn't, he didn't care. And, he, and there's going to be times when we're going to have to throw it 30 times. And, and when, when that happens, he'll be available for that too. One of the guys that took a lot of heat the first couple weeks of the season was Schottenheimer. You know, just from the outside and calls to us and text us and everything else. There's a lot of heat on Schottenheimer. This maybe and just in that. from us. How come they don't put the heat on me on that? I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm there too. You know, <laughs> I don't mind that, that we didn't we didn't have it right and and uh, we had we intended to run the heck out of the football and it the games got out of whack because we were getting sacked and we were having all the, the negative yardage situation. It could, it'll turn, if we do that again, if we get some minus yards or we get the, the penalties that cause us to get knocked back, we'll lose our running game emphasis in those games too. We can't let that happen, you know, because it's, it's just part of how you try to survive the game. But we, we just didn't have that quite right yet. And, and it's unfortunate, but, because uh, we would have won those games too the same way, I think, in, in the same fashion. Where did all your offensive penalties go? It, it, it seems like they've really disappeared over these last few weeks. Well, Fetty's been great, relatively. He's been great. And, and all the people that have been hard on him, I get it. And he led the league in penalties last year. I was hard on him, too. And that's why he's he's been challenged all year long, the entire offseason, with guys trying to take his spot and, you know, he's fighting for his position. And, and he has he's grown up and he's become a a really complete dominant football player up there with our, with the rest of our guys coming off the rock and and um, you know he's just done a great job of that I, that one guy I mean he had a ton of them you know so um, but also I I just think um, running the football gets, gets out of those reaching and grabbing and the holdings and those kinds of things and the pass protection um, we're not desperate you know we're in control of the game and I think our guys mentalities are really solidly you know, comfortable with what we're doing. And I think all of that keeps them from making the mistakes and the errors there. How did Ed and KJ assimilate back in? Great. Oh, man, that was great. KJ played a lot of plays. <clears throat> because the offense was on the field so much, that they got to rest him. And so he, he played quite a few plays, more than we thought he would. But he was fine. And he felt great, and he came out of the game great, and it was really good to have him out there. Ed looked great. You know, he did a great job. He had a couple chances. I wish he would have thought of something to do with the ball when he's out in the open field. What was that? <clears throat> was that just the go-down-to-the-ground move? I've never uh, seen that one. I don't know. I'm not quite Which that. button is that on the controller? Because <laughs> yeah. there's like stiff arm, spin, sidestep, hesitate, dead leg. Like, there's yeah. a lot of them. He, he, didn't, he didn't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he missed. He, he dropped the controller, I think. But uh, but it still was a great play, great design, and great yeah. great uh, execution by the guys. How important is Bradley Madule to this defense? 
He's a big deal. Yeah, he's just everywhere. Um, he's been really consistent and very productive, and and the communicator that he is has really been a big factor too. So he, and he's kept it together with the young guys back there and the new guys and putting the thing in order. It's been a, a fine job by him. Is it? What is it about him? I mean, he's certainly been more physical than I think we realized he was. Is it his brain? Is it his skill? Is it his? What is yeah, it that's setting him apart? It's right all now? of that. You know, it's his, it's his background, his experience. He's been a starter for a long time. Been, you know, played a lot of football, and, and he just he came into uh, you know star-studded secondary, and what, you know what do you do? You know, you got to fit in. And then when he was called on to take over, he did, and uh, he's n- never looked back. You know, so he's just being himself. He's being a, he's a great guy. He's really bright. He's really creative. He's a versatile player too. Uh, the hitting part of it is just such a thrill to see him knocking the hell out of guys. It's he's just he's doing it. You know, so I didn't know Tedrick Thompson was that big a hitter either. I mean, I remember when you guys <coughs> drafted him, and the conversation was about sideline to sideline and the takeaways and the interceptions and so I was sort of imagining not a very physical guy seems like most well, of his success has been in his physicality I think he's just he's risen to the to the opportunity you know he's applied himself so well um, he doesn't there's no area that he disappoints you in his play we're always going to keep working for all of our guys when we're tackling but uh, unfortunately he didn't hang on to that pick he had a great break on the ball you know it was one of those plays and he just didn't quite convert it but um, he's doing a nice job so what's what's the teaching moment on him getting beat over the top? Because uh, you know, in listening to you over the years, I know that's sort of the cardinal sin yeah. for this defense. What, we what? need to we need to be in too deep more. You know, we, we don't play it very much, and, and we were mixing with all the throwing game, and and when the when the the scramble occurs, you're really vulnerable with two safeties back there covering the whole field. And here it is. The other one that the PI that we had, too, is the same situation. You know, on, on That's a great call. Though. We're going to get to that. Call, right? PI. That's a good call, right? No. 50, no. It's a 50 yards on a ticky-tack play. You like that, right? No, I didn't like that one. Yeah. You know, they are allowing so much hand fighting oh. and all that. That was what that was. And you notice that the guy, the receiver really went back to to uh, to Bradley because he thought he was going to catch it, you know. And so that's 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 one that's a uh, hopefully a no call next time around. Can the league trust officials to make? Can the league make two different penalties? Make a spot, make give the officials the opportunity to call a spot foul if they want, or a fifteen yard penalty. If I, they want. I believe that the guys could do. I think these guys can do anything. They're, I think they're skilled. I know they're skilled and they work at it. They they care. They've got the right mentality. They could make those choices. Yeah, that, that's that's a that's not a. That's not equitable for the the moment, you know. A fifty six yard penalty or whatever the heck that was. That's not right. If they call that a ten yard penalty, you're annoyed, but you kind of move on and say, okay, maybe they missed the call a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like when the ball isn't, it's not even in question. The ball wouldn't, even, they, nobody touched it, you know, and there, nobody was going to touch the ball. Maybe that's the situation when they say, okay, it's a penalty, but it wasn't a catchable ball. Not like it's a clearly overthrown ball, but probably wasn't going to happen. Okay, let's penalize him 15 yards or something like that. As opposed to he tackles him down there and says, okay, fine. He was yeah. going to catch the ball. we got to reward reward them I'm for making a nice I would, play. I would, be with, I would be with the conversation about that. That conversation does not happen very often in the last few years. Well, they've gone the other way, right? With face masks and with running into the... It just seems like they've taken so much decision-making away from officials. They, they have tried hard, I think, with all the scrutiny. They've tried hard to make it more clear-cut for the officials so they're just not under the gun so much. But... Uh, but I, I see it. I see the changing. It's. I think this year they've adjusted. You've seen them adjust, and be, I think really smartly. And they're making good decisions, and they're figuring out. Okay, we we said it was going to be this way, but that's not going to make sense. So let's let's see if we can adjust. And they have. I, so I, I don't know what what can't they do. They can figure it out. There's two lines that I really liked uh, from your presser yesterday, your post game. Uh, one of them, you said, "We're not going to fool anybody." 
Is that about your game? Is that about your style? Is that just, a, you know, the, that you feel like this is the way we're going to do it? Well, it, it's it's taken kind of a, you know, a, a line of presentation that we're just talking about the running game. We're going to run football. And, and so, and it does seem like, I know, I want to back off from that now, you know. But uh, the the point has always been about balance. It hasn't been run the ball 70% of the time. It's been about balance and having uh, the running game constantly available and the passing game constantly available because you need it and and so you we need both of them and so but if there's if there's a main line to it to make the emphasis you've got to go after the running game in my opinion and so uh yeah we're not fooling anybody how we're going to try to do it and, and you know come on that's that's why we're playing and the other line was you really like this team i really you know i'm having you said fun a few times and really enjoy this team yeah that's the truth uh, and it's just it's the whole process of putting this thing together with all of the the conversation and the whatever controversy or whatever how are we ever going to do it and all this kind of stuff that, that it's these guys have never ever even wavered they've just pushed on and, and forged ahead to see how far we can take it and now you can see it, it coming together and they feel it they 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 feel the uh, w- the sense of what, who we're becoming and what we're trying to get done and they're just having a blast with it i mean look at the locker room again <laughs> look at the locker room before the game and these guys were jacked you know and they're ready to go and and uh and then at halftime we just carried it on and post game okay let's go let's have a blast you know it's just it, they're working really hard they're doing everything we're asking of them, and they're, they're feeling the rewards of it. It's, it's pretty cool. A lot of the national media and probably the national NFL fans won't find this fun. They're not looking at this and saying, wow, this Seahawks group is so fun. They're looking at the Rams and the Chiefs and some of these crazy offenses throwing the ball all over We're the place. We're four and three. We have a long ways to go. <laughs> We're nowhere. You know, we have a long ways to go. So I can see them not paying any time. I don't care if they pay attention anyway, but I can see them not caring right now. You like six and nine at home down the stretch here? Yeah, that's going to be good. That's gonna be good. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to live it up and and, uh, and make the most of it. We better. <laughs> These teams are good, man. We got some really good squads coming in, so it's, it's gonna a pretty be, good little run of quarterbacks here. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's a great challenge. This is the kind of challenge that makes for a championship season, and uh, um, I'm excited about it. Well, the league doesn't know about the Aussie sweep. Not once yet. once they find more of that. <laughs> I think they'll all have We're more just fun. impressed he didn't hurt himself like poor John Ryan when he ran down the middle of the field and he lost the ball and he got popped in the head and all that. I mean, that was an ugly situation. You know, he, he said he said to me after, I couldn't wait to talk to him about it. He said, I knew I was going to make the first down, but I knew I was going to have to take a hit. <laughs> How does he know the, the closing speed of an NFL player? That, to know. me, is the most remarkable. I don't know. He's a good athlete, and he's a competitor, obviously. And he's real lucky, too. <laughs> That's for he's, he's already got a nickname, so he's, yes, he does. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Coach, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week.